Hi, we're recording. Hi, Megan. Hi. Oh, just grand. Just peachy <laughs> keen. Just having the best week of my dang life. How are you? <laughs> I'm tired. <laughs> like, you know, I was physically, like, spiritually, <laughs> all of the above. I was hoping that, like, by when you know, after I came back to New York after being in Phoenix for so long that I was just gonna feel like so re-energized and happy to be back. Yeah, that lasted for like a day. <laughs> <laughs> I am tired. I need naps. Dude. Emotional naps and physical <laughs> naps. <laughs> Dude, I feel you. I cannot believe the last time that we talked seems like it was truly um seven months ago, even though it was just last week, but like so much stuff has happened. That's um, the thing. These <laughs> days are so long. And I don't mean like literally like like my day. I mean the the world. Like the world is is tired. <laughs> it's and a I lot. Feel that. Yeah. Um, so the since last time we talked, um, Trump has had COVID, went to the hospital, is out of the hospital. Tonight is a vice presidential debate. I'm not watching it because I have to protect my 1% of sanity left. Um, just so many other things. <laughs> yeah, I tuned in um, for a little bit before we spoke just now. You know, pretty standard. It's not as bad as Trump and Biden, like, screaming at each other like preschoolers but you guys the years let me just say smash mouth they were right (laughs) they were right and they tried to tell us two decades ago the years start coming and they don't stop coming so (laughs) we didn't listen we didn't listen we, we mocked them, actually. <laughs> and now we're the fools paying the price. If only we had listened to Smash Mouth back in 1999. Which, <sighs> which is ironic because everyone listened to Smash Mouth in 1999. But did they really listen to Did we really Smash listen? <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. Did we? No. Then they put their song in Shrek and we were like, oh, we love this giant ogre. Not knowing a giant ogre would soon rule over us. Oh, God. It's deep. It's gone deep. <laughs> it's got layers, just like a goddamn onion. Just like onions. <laughs> this is actually a Shrek fan podcast. I, uh, don't tempt me with a good time. Dude, okay. Shrek won. Phenomenal. Emmy Award winning, Oscar Award no- winning, Tony Award winning. Okay, it I, is a musical. Bitch. Literally. Oh, wait, you better not be about to talk shit on Shrek 2 because I might. I have wasn't. To just, I, okay, okay, okay. Oh, no, 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 no. Shrek 2, just as good. Shrek 3, great. What even they happened? They can't go what wrong. What even happened in Shrek 3? I don't know, but I still know that it was great. That's when they had like all the babies, remember? Yeah, and then wasn't there a fourth one? Probably, and it was probably fucking good. And you know what's also good? Like the Shrek Halloween special. Also fantastic. Have I watched that? It's on Hulu. 
what right yes. now at this moment? Um, I'm pretty sure probably it's been on there for like years. I watch it like almost every year. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, let's get through this so I can go. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I'm losing connection. <laughs> I just remembered I'm busy. <laughs> I just hear Smash Mouth playing in the background. <laughs> it's like, oh, did I forget to hang up? <laughs> oh, God. Um, Why don't we just do a podcast episode of us watching the Shrek Halloween special at the same time and just talking about it? Oh, my God. Like, um, what is that? <laughs> what? God. What's that one show? Something's theater 3000 mystery theater. Uh, do you know what i'm talking about and they would just watch movies and put do the commentary uh no but that sounds like something i would be really good at maybe not even good at i would just like it <laughs> <laughs> that would be something i'd be phenomenal at and i would win an egot for <laughs> um <laughs> yeah dude honestly i'm down um because like it's short i think it's like 15 minutes to like maybe 30 minutes also, speaking of that, TBT to when we, because you know, I was just thinking about this. I was literally just thinking about exactly what you were going to say. <laughs> it wouldn't be October if we didn't do a themed podcast episode, kind of like that one year where we were talking about the scariest movies in the world or some shit, and we scared the shit out of each other. Okay, but there was <laughs> a vibe. <laughs> there was an obvious vibe yeah, that we was like, real. We were like freaking out because there was a vibe. There was a presence, Megan, and you can't deny it. There was a presence with us on that podcast. Okay, I want stop talking about it. I don't want it to come back. <laughs> Dude, and I was like dog sitting, and she like lived in the middle of nowhere on this like land. And I swear to God, someone was like living in her attic. Anyways, oh my God, <laughs> no, I'm thousands of miles away from that house. So, anywho, um what's been new with you since we last talked not just with the world but you personally on a personal oh. level for me personally oh since five thousand years ago um, yeah <laughs> literally nothing your girl's been working work is busy so that's like one thing that it's like oh yeah the world's on fire but i have a job my world's on fire how about yours <laughs> <laughs> just to bring it home to smash mouth i know i thought that right as i said that. i was like oh shit um yeah oh smash so you know it's it's all good it's all good what about you um just live in love and live in la vida loca um laughing Ooh. too um i've had like such a busy week i've had like kind of bad the two past days were like comically bad <laughs> um but exciting news is I got some furniture this weekend obviously like I'm still slowly furnishing my home um anyone that's ever had to furnish anything you'll know how hard it is even when I had like a studio apartment it's like hard to furnish things yeah it's the most overwhelming thing in the world I I've always said that like I I don't do interior design well at all. Because you're not good at it or because it's overwhelming? Both. Okay, okay. I think it's mostly the overwhelming 
but it's like I don't know what I like because I think I like so many things and then I don't know where to put everything like there are just so many like nuances that go into like decorating a space that I just don't have the time and patience for it's literally my dream in life to just get my own apartment and be rich enough to hire someone to make it how I want it (laughs) yeah yeah because it's just it's really time consuming and I think that's like what they don't show you like on shows or obviously like on Instagram and shit they're like look at my beautiful home but it's like that probably took you like three months to get to that point yeah like it took three weeks for that one decoration to arrive and before then you had nothing well plus it's like you have to like like, it's not even, like, just about buying furniture. This is truly an adult podcast. It's not even, like, about buying furniture. It's, like, so you buy the furniture, great. But now you have to buy, like, the random vases and candles and picture frames and trinkets and shit like that. And it's just, like, a slow build. It doesn't, like, you can't just, like, go out in one day and just, like, buy all this random shit. And it's like, just so expensive. Yes, so expensive. Although, I will say... I did have a really great weekend so for Monday and Tuesday to go so bad. That's why I was like, it was like almost comical because I was just like, like I truly had like such a wonderful weekend and then I woke up early Monday morning and I was like, oh wow, like I'm so blessed to be alive. Like I'm going to go take it my like two and a half mile walk in this beautiful fall weather. Like I truly love being on this earth. Oh God. (laughs) And then I like logged on and like literally every software we use was like broken and I'm like the only one that like can like <laughs> like I had to like since I log on before everyone else I had to like email all these people like yes, I'm not working! <laughs> anyways um but I did have a great weekend because my I went to go furniture shopping and I was gonna go to this like one store called restore it's like a habitat for humanity store they're like across the country um and they just sell like used furniture and the money goes to Habitat for Humanity. Anywho. Mm-hmm. So I was supposed to go Friday, but then it got too late and they closed. And so then my parents like picked me up to go on Saturday. Mm-hmm. And as we're like driving out of our neighborhood, our neighborhood, my neighborhood, um, we're like passing my neighbor's house and they just have like this great stuff on their sidewalk. And we stopped and we're like, are you getting rid of that stuff? And he was like, yeah. Ooh. So, yeah. Like this beautiful coffee table, which exa- was like exactly what I had in mind. Oh my God. And then this gorgeous, I'll send you a picture. This gorgeous like hutch thing. That's like such a unique piece. It's like this beautiful hutch. It's like white. It has um, a door on the front and then in the door is like chicken wire and then it comes with like, these shelves in it. I don't know if I'm explaining that well, but it's like truly really? beautiful and it, it gets no, rolled. I actually do feel like I kind of know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it rolls. Anyways, um, he said that he like owns the house and he was renting it to two retired nuns for the past 13 oh. years, but they had to move out for some reason. And so they left that stuff behind. So I got those two things for free and a free vacuum. Oh my god, that's amazing! I know, and so then yeah, like, so things are going too well for you. Clearly, <laughs> I know. My life was like, wait a second, bitch, get back freeze, in line, <laughs> freeze frame. <laughs> Bet you're wondering how I got here. <laughs> um, <laughs> and so we like turn around, drop the stuff off, and then we go to the restore store, and um, 
I've been like looking for like a vintage velvet sofa. And yes, love there's, that look. There was a black one for $95 right at the front of the store, and no one had snagged it yet. So I took that. And um, it's a little too small for my living room, so I'm just going to put it in my bedroom, but it's gorgeous. And then there's these beautiful leather chairs um, that are, like, mid-century modern, and they're, like, so popular right now. It's, like, leather, and then they're kind of lower, and they kind of lean back a little bit, and then they have, like, the wood arms and legs. Yeah. Um, So they have those there. The I don't like the color because it's, like, a weird mauve so I'm gonna paint them black and then dip dye the legs with gold like just the very bottom um but those go for like four hundred dollars now because they're like so popular I got them for five dollars each bitch holy shit yeah okay well wow I'm impressed highly impressed yeah and then Thank you. Um, and then I like went on Facebook for like the first time in forever last night, and I just like happened to look at the like two lane classified, which is like the you know mm-hmm. get rid of your shit, sell your apartment place on Facebook here. And right when I clicked on it, this girl had literally just posted these vintage high back wooden chairs that have um, mustard gold velvet cushions. And there was two of them for $150. So I went and picked those up last night. Damn. Okay. Well, good for you. I need to see pictures of some of these things. Oh, my but God. I can send you. This is my temporary um, situation. Because like I said, the couch. I'm ordering a different couch. But the couch is going to go into my bedroom. Mm-hmm. And then I'm putting these chairs in a different place. But let me show you my little setup right now. And I'm painting this coffee table. Okay. Well, and you do have. You, you actually do have a pretty good eye for shit like this. Oh, thank you. I will say that, like, my mom is, like, an artist, so I just, like, grew up around it my whole life, so oh, yeah. I feel like that helps, but. I Oh, my God, I love the couch. I know, right? Yeah. So, oh, y'all, the chairs, wow, yes, all very cute, and your little Halloween decorations. Oh, yeah, that's just, like, a little skull tray I got at Walmart for $1.98. And then they have these little pumpkins. Everyone I'm listening is like, we can't see, bitch. I know. And then they have that. these, like, polka dot pumpkins for $0.99 cents each. So I just put them on this little tray. Yeah. See? That shit. Creative. I mean, yeah. This is very cute. I mean, and let, I'm doing. we're doing what is my biggest pet peeve when podcasts do this shit. So... I mean, shit, if you need me to put it on Instagram, I will. Do it. I was just going to say, you maybe you should put it on the IG just for reference. Shit. Okay, I'll let you guys into my home. This is a very temporary setup, though, while I wait for other furniture to arrive. But, yeah, so that was my weekend. And then all weekend, um, every single night, one of my neighbors had a porch concert. And so I went to three different porch concerts this weekend, which was a lot of fun. Wow, I watched all of Emily in Paris this weekend. Oh my god, are we already starting? Are we already in, starting the pod? In one sitting. Yeah, was that was that just our segue to, to Emily in Paris? This is our main topic. We're already there. Shit. Clearly, Wait, let's let's end been on... chomping at the bit at the bit to talk about Emily in Paris all day. Let me just talk about a few other things so that we could end on that because we're gonna go fucking in. And 
Okay. I could talk for forever about this show, and I'm only three and a half episodes in. <laughs> I don't think I realized the um, the impact that it had when I first started watching it, and I still don't know <laughs> if I do realize it, because, you know, I was just, like, fucking mindless show. Whatever. But now... <laughs> yeah now I think I get it wait I also just want to say one thing like the one exciting thing I did do with my life this weekend sure but, um and literally no one I mean you might understand this because people love their grocery stores but there's been this grocery I'm literally store the bigger hater bigger biggest hater of grocery stores when I get all my groceries delivered <laughs> okay well this doesn't apply to you then so there's this grocery store chain called Wegmans that originated in upstate yeah. New York, like Rochester, where my family lives. And they are just like, the, you know, and by when I say I mean people love grocery stores, I mean, everyone has their like regional grocery store loyalty and it's like weird. But yeah, I know what a Wegmans is. Yeah, but I am one of those people and the, my loyalty is to Wegmans. And anyway, they opened a Wegmans in Brooklyn like wow. more, than, more than a year ago. Like it's been a very long time. But it's in a very inconvenient location for me. Anyway, my sister and I finally committed to going to Wegmans in Brooklyn this weekend. And it was, it just really made my weekend, truly. They, we got a beer before, but then you get to Wegmans. And of course, Wegmans has a bar in the restaurant. So we had straight up cocktails before we did our shopping. Wow, dangerous. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then we zipped around. Oh, well, we had our cocktails and then we zoomed back around to the coffee bar and got coffees to actually sip on while we did our shopping. And then we did our shopping. But then once we were done with our shopping, we were hungry. So we went back and got our little like handmade subs made fresh at the deli counter. And it was just a nice little treat. Nice treat. Oh my god. Okay. Listen. I do hate grocery <laughs> stores. I hate because I hate grocery shopping. Like truly. Right. Um but but <laughs> I used to go to AJ's when we lived mm-hmm. in Arizona mm-hmm. for like for fun. Like I'd go there yep. and I would get a little salad from the salad bar I'd get a peach lemonade and I'd get like a little fruit tart or whatever from the dessert bar mm-hmm. and then I would sit outside like next to the waterfall fountain thing and just like eat my lunch as like something to treat myself <laughs> yes I fully get that and that's oh my god I miss of, AJ's <laughs> yeah and that's kind of like to an extent what Wegmans is and it was just very special like we didn't go there for the groceries did we get groceries yes but still well but yeah wow for anybody who works at AJ's sad that sounds like I I get this no 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 because like I just said this is an adult podcast and when you're an adult you get it so that's what I was saying that was my day we literally like bopped around Wegmans got a little like I mean I got a little like day drunk and tipsy and then I went home and I was like what am I gonna watch and I was like oh what's this Emily in Paris boom done (laughs) five hours later I'm done (laughs) (laughs) okay okay let's pump the brakes I know you don't want to talk about Emily (laughs) because I noticed I'm just gonna go forever so Let's just talk about um, two things that I can think of. 
that I want to bring up. Oh, I want to bring up. Okay, actually, there's multiple things I want to bring up. For everyone who listened to last week's podcast, I didn't. It didn't. It did end abruptly, but it didn't end abruptly in real life. Thanks to Jose for pointing this out to me. Um, <laughs> I accidentally right. hit stopped recording. And so it literally just ends with like, bye, witches. And then it just like cuts off. Um, I hit stop recording on accident. So me and Megan hung up like a normal human interaction. <laughs> <laughs> Not really. We were just like, oh, oh, okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs> but I wasn't just like, bye, Megan, bye. <laughs> like, yeah, cut yeah, you yeah. off. Um, sorry. <laughs> that was my bad. I knew that there was like 30 seconds left of us talking. So I wasn't going to start recording again. Like, sorry. Yeah, no need. Um, but speaking of witches, did you watch Practical Magic? Um, no. Oh my god, she's fake! <laughs> I am, because you have to, um, buy it. No, you don't. It's on Hulu. No, it's not. Yes, it, I just watched it! Oh, she's mad! I literally just watched it! <laughs> okay, okay, well, that's weird, because I, I searched it in Apple TV, and normally when it's somewhere... It like pops up. It's like watch in blank, and it didn't. It brought me straight to the like rental screen. Let me so. just wait. What if they took it off for October? Could you imagine? Oh, well, fucking assholes. Well, that's why it came to my mind because I thought that I saw it on Hulu. Like I was fully prepared to like go watch Practical Magic on Hulu. Wait, but... where did I watch this? Was it on Hulu or was it on Netflix? I think it was on. Hulu, because that's where I thought it was. Why would they take it off for October? That, like, literally doesn't even make sense. Yeah, don't be fucking rude, Hulu. (laughs) Oh my god, wait, I'm, like, so perplexed, because I literally just watched it the week before we had talked. Wait, yeah, I'm Googling it. I'm literally, like, checking all of my... Yeah, wait, it's actually not on Hulu. Am I right? Yeah, I just looked. Oh my god, but I literally just watched. Why would they take it off before Halloween? Like, that doesn't even make sense. Oh, it says you can watch it on Amazon Prime. Rent it for $3. And like, yes, will I pay $3 to watch a movie? Always. But I was just going to watch anything else. (laughs) Anything else a movie? No. Um, <laughs> oh my god, that's so stupid. CEO of Hulu, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, that's that is really stupid. So, anyway, I mean, I'm gonna watch it, I'll probably watch it like literally this weekend, but I can't remember what I watched instead. I think I actually ended up watching that um documentary that we already talked about. <gasps> oh my god, but we didn't talk about it on the podcast American Murder. Yeah, I know. Literally, like, a hard turn. I'm like, I'm gonna go watch Practical Magic, and then, like, oh, it's not available. Okay, murder. (laughs) Okay, well, if you've never seen Practical Magic, you're insane. Um, Okay, well, I I haven't. I told you that, right? You haven't? No! I thought that was the point of this. I just can't remember if I said that on last week's podcast. Wait, I also want to say, speaking of last week's podcast, I don't have COVID. (laughs) Did anybody think you did have COVID? No, but oh, you got tested. I got tested, and then I was just like, okay, so if I don't bring it up next week, my goodness. (laughs) You don't bring it up, and everyone's like, shit, Megan has COVID. 
COVID and you're like, so I went out to the grocery store. <laughs> yeah, no. Oh my God. Yes. I was wearing, taking proper precautions the whole time at this grocery store and I don't have COVID. <laughs> <laughs> I thought someone had messaged you like, just listen to a podcast. Do you have COVID? And I was like, who the fuck thinks you have COVID? <laughs> Hopefully no one, because I actually don't. Oh my god, well, woohoo! Yeah, I mean, whatever, I didn't think I had it, but like I said. <laughs> yeah, I went out to six restaurants and the grocery store. Oh, by the way. Took the subway, coughed on a few people, you know. Literally have not been home at all. Left my mask at home, it was like the weirdest thing. <laughs> Totally forgot it. Oh, God, that sucks, though, when you're like, fuck. (laughs) Yeah, this is all a lie. I am taking proper precautions along the way. So, perfect. Well, I can't believe you've never seen Practical Magic. Wow, it's a phenomenal movie shot and based off of an island in the Seattle area. Mm -hmm. Um, About two sisters who are witches and their two aunts who are witches Oh, God. It's really just such a... I hadn't seen it, like, in a few years. And so then I watched it two weeks ago when it was on Hulu. hmm Yeah. And, um... You were smart just, to do that. I just forgot how, like... God, what a beautiful movie about female friendship and sisterhood. Oh, love it. Love it's it. It's just so enlightening and heartwarming and just makes you be like, yeah! Girl power! <laughs> so not even sarcastic um um yeah so I'm literally just probably gonna pay the whole three dollars and watch it this weekend but I wasn't ready to make that commitment last week apparently (laughs) understood so then you watched America American Murder America Murder what is it Mm -hmm. also Halloween Town (laughs) oh wow um let's talk about America Murder American Murder American Family Murder whatever that movie documentary is called Uh, but also let's not because okay let's just say that it was like very insane and yeah obviously we can talk about it but wow it's just such a sad story yeah what a fucking psychopath um he is so, and that's all I'll say about it. If you're into true crime at all, which I hate saying, like, are you into true crime? Because, like, these are real people's lives. But, like, you know what I mean. Especially um, like this one. This one feels like it was, like, too recent. Yeah. To have, to have such, like, a sensational documentary about it. But, I mean, her family, like, signed off on it and, you know, helped make it. So. Well, and I think that is because, better. like, like, they had talked about in the documentary, um, like, when he, and sorry, I'm going to be a spoiler, but, like, this news story is, like, so old. Not so old, but, like, at least, like, two years old. Um, Like, right. when he had said that she had killed their children, and then everyone was like, she's a terrible mother, like, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, whoa! <laughs> no! I <know. laughs> yeah, I know. It's so sad. That's the biggest, like, takeaway of all of the, the whole thing for me was just like the kids like why I know uh and then you find out like they're oh my god anyways so if you haven't watched it it is really really good um it's on Netflix it's like the number one thing to watch right now on Netflix so check it out let me know your thoughts insane um Halloween Town <laughs> completely different 
Yeah. I mean, can you blame me for needing like a change of pace after such a heavy, heavy thing? No. I'd love a good Halloween town, Marnie. And you know what? I'm going to put a really controversial opinion out there. So don't come for me, Calabar. But (laughs) I didn't have any issue with the fourth Halloween town and them switching the girl. Oh. Um, Sorry, sue me. Me neither, because who cares? <laughs> so many people have an issue with that. I know, I know they do. And I love that actress, even though I cannot remember her name. Come on, Aquamarine. Yeah, yeah, she's been watching like a lot of shit. Yeah, and I like her. So sorry, sorry, Quintuplets Marnie had to go live her life and be an adult. But we got a fourth Halloween town, y'all. Stop complaining. Yeah. So, anyways, <laughs> um, oh, the two things I wanted to talk about. I don't know where we were in the start of this conversation. I don't know where we are now. Um, but the in two life, things, <laughs> anywhere on this planet, in the space universe, who cares? Um, let's talk about just quickly. I'm just quickly putting it on the table, and then we can just quickly brush it off. I just quickly need to put this out there. Oh no. Um, Chris Evans is covered in tattoos. <laughs> okay, this is a good thing. I was like, where is she going with this? <laughs> Chris Evans is covered in tattoos on his chest. We yeah. saw a video over the past week, two days ago, yesterday, three months ago, I don't know. And it's him diving into a pool. He's shirtless and he has numerous chest tattoos and... And stomach tattoos and side tattoos. And I just don't. He's, you guys, I'm gonna get emotional. (laughs) He's like Harry Styles. I don't understand how people on this planet can just be perfect, just be perfect humans. He's truly too good for this world. Yeah. Um, so that's what I'm dealing with this week is just more positive Chris Evans, um, exposure, just like when I think it can't get better, it does just kind of like when Harry Styles put out the watermelon sugar video, I thought I was going to have to go away for uh, some time. Um, it's just a little overwhelming, so I will say it's like a little disrespectful that he's not um, thinking of my mental health during a time where I'm unstable. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. here's the thing. I'm, it truly is what it. we deserve at this, at this point in our society. Yes. And I don't know, should he be given a humanitarian award? Yeah. <laughs> the Nobel Peace Prize. <laughs> Yes, the Nobel Chris Prize is actually what it's called now. So what are you going to do? So I just want to say thank you so much to Chris Evans um, for simply existing. You have brought us so much love, light, and laughter this year. And keep doing you. Keep getting tattoos. We'll be here watching. Keep leaking pictures of your own dick. (laughs) (laughs) What was the other one? What was the other one in the... 
What did the picture say? <laughs> Guard that pussy. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't that one? Oh my god. Aggressive. I actually hate that word pussy. So the fact that I just dropped it so casually is real aggressive. Chris me. Evans, what are you doing? <laughs> Please stop. Um, so moving on. Well, to... let me just say there's a lot going on outside my window right now. Like people yelling. I'm I'm listening to you and I'm engaged in our own conversation, but I'm simultaneously trying to listen and eavesdrop. So I just had to Oh. Oh. Did you hear that? I heard that. Yeah. Cause you know sometimes when you hear people screaming and it's just like, oh yeah, people screaming, but then it like continues and you're all like, Okay, should I be concerned? Yeah. <laughs> that's kind of where I'm at right now I think it's just there's like city screaming and then there's like should I call the cops screaming right yeah then there's straight up like domestic disputes but I think I think it's good okay I think it's just city screaming um and then the next thing is it had it's not good but it genuinely has brought me joy um okay, let's hear it Sean Mendez <laughs> Talking about Camila Cabello, Camila Cabello, whatever her name is. I don't mean whatever her name is. I've just heard both, by the way. Right. Um, talking about her being so, so, so brave um, and not like other girls. And he did an interview recently. The banana. <laughs> He was... <laughs> He did an interview recently. Turns out they're still together, side eye, quote unquote. Um, because people had thought maybe they had broken up because they haven't been seen together in a long time. But they're apparently still stronger than ever. <laughs> We're still doing this, even though there's a pandemic. <laughs> We're still doing this, I guess. I know, which is, that's what's so funny about it, is that I had literally forgotten about them for so long and just assumed they'd broken up. And, you know, it was blissful. It was blissful. Yeah. Um, and then they just came back. He came back with this interview, and I'll let you talk about the interview. So there was an interview, and I haven't read all of it. I've just seen two pieces being discussed. Um, they He did address their zombie walking through the neighborhood when the, during the pandemic, uh, obviously it's still during the pandemic, but in the very, very beginning, apparently trying to take in the moment. And so they were slowly walking, just trying to feel grounded to this earth. I don't know. They live in Hollywood. Listen, <laughs> they're beyond us now. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. And so that was that. Apparently they were not on drugs, just trying to feel spiritually grounded during this chaotic time. Sure. Which is a very normal thing to do, to walk at um, negative 10 speed and just look ahead. Essentially walking backwards. Dead in the eyes. But, anywho, he also talked about Camilla's, Camilla's, I'm going to call her both because I've heard both, bravery. Um, that she's so brave and so quirky because she, every time they go to a sushi restaurant, <laughs> she asks for a banana. 
like what she's so quirky and she's like so i just keep thinking of benny drama doing his like sean mendez impersonation (laughs) and him just like i'm hearing i'm reading this interview in that voice of him just being like yeah i mean like she ordered a banana it's so quirky (laughs) right (laughs) oh shout out to benito skinner benny drama for real really a comedian of our time i'm gonna need to like dm him and request a video version he probably of has this a cameo interview. oh my god you know i love a cameo don't get me started um so yeah apparently every time she goes to a sushi restaurant she'll ask for a banana yeah i don't get it and then sean was like the first time i was so mad and embarrassed and in shock which is like what yeah, like, calm like, down. He's like, but by the fourth time, yes, people, the fourth time, she does this every time. I asked for a banana, too. She really <laughs> looked like, had me out of my shell. I'm like, what? <laughs> Are, is this, a, is this a, a Mad Libs where they're just, like, filling in words? Like, a fruit, banana, a restaurant, a type of cuisine, sushi. <laughs> and I get, yeah, I would say, and I get that he was probably just using those terms as hopefully like an example but then again was he but even then that makes it equally as hilarious like very like you said like mad libby and bizarre go to a fucking grocery store they have them by the bunch if you want so many goddamn bananas stop going to sushi restaurants Go to a fucking Jamba Juice. They're literally 19 cents per banana. At it's a banana, Michael. How much could it be? <laughs> For all my Arrested Development fans out there. Um, but yeah. So for some reason, she asks for a banana every fucking time they go to a sushi place. I don't get it. Go to a Trader Joe's. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I'm so yeah. confused. At Trader Joe's, you can literally get sushi. And, and banana. a banana. <laughs> Slash many grocery stores, you can do that. Please go to a Gelson's if you're fucking Hollywood rich. Just go anywhere besides a fucking sushi restaurant and stop wasting their damn time because you're a quirky Hollywood star. Yeah. Camilla. <laughs> I don't get it. Imagine being the server at a restaurant. When Camille just period. comes in. being a server at a restaurant. <laughs> Anywho. <laughs> when Camille Cabello comes in at a sushi restaurant. Probably a very nice sushi restaurant. Like, and Camille Cabello comes in and asks for a banana. And you, like, go to your manager. And you're just like, yo, that one celebrity girl who's really annoying is here. <laughs> and she just asked for a banana. What do I do? And the manager's like, I don't know, we don't have any bananas. And then they make you like run to a nearby bodega to bring her a banana. But they don't even, it's not even, they live in LA. There's not even bodegas. You just have to get in your car and drive 20 minutes to three blocks over to get a damn banana. (laughs) Oh my God, these restaurants are just enabling her. (laughs) Stop enabling Camila Cabello now. Oh and banana God. sushi. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, I'm actually not no. mad. And maybe some like you no. Know, like, okay, well, I'm just thinking of like 
the literal most like white people Chinese restaurant thing ever. The like banana egg rolls from PF Chang's. <laughs> I don't. You know what I'm talking about? I don't because I don't like bananas and I'm allergic to them. So, oh, I think I didn't know that. Wait, that's so weird. You're allergic to bananas. Sarah's allergic to apples. I fuck with both apples and bananas really hard. But anyway, PF Chang's always had that dessert where it's like literally a banana egg roll. They wrap it in egg roll paper and like fry it. And then they put like either like caramel or honey and like cinnamon over it and serve it with vanilla ice cream. I mean, it's fire. You're if fired. You're, if, you're, <laughs> if you're into that kind of thing. Oh, God. Am I Kavia in this conversation? <laughs> I love going to my neighborhood sushi restaurant, P.F. Chang's, which is Chinese food. <laughs> I said it's the most white person trying to get Chinese food thing ever. Yeah. It is. It is. But Kamiya, stop. <laughs> stop with the banana bananas, okay? The shit is bananas and not batangas. So bananas. enough. <laughs> bananas in pajamas. <laughs> bananas in pajamas. Wait, that literally is Kamiya Cabello, because when they're walking, they're in like weird pajamas. <laughs> they're literally bananas in pajamas. <laughs> and here's the thing, too. I'm not just throwing little Camilla, Camilla, under the bus here. Sean Mendes, you're just as guilty, and you brought us into this horror show. So, oh yeah, yeah. Both yeah. of you, stop it right now. 2020, we've already had too many bad things. Enough is enough. This is true. Sushi is my favorite food of all time, and I will not have you guys coming in and ruining it with your banana bananas. <laughs> Moving on. Okay, let's talk about the worst show on Netflix, Emily in Paris. <laughs> oh my god, I'm so upset that I was like, this is dumb, but I like it. And now everyone is just like, this is dumb. Megan? <laughs> I'm not trying to be rude, but it's truly one of the worst things I've ever watched. Am I going to watch the entire thing? Have I already watched three I... and a half episodes in the past two hours? Yes. I was just, I'm just going to say... I truly um, appreciate it for what it is, which is a bad show. Yes. A, mi- a mindless, stupid corn fest because it's corny as shit. It's a very good bad show. Yeah. So I, I watched it under that pretense. I don't actually think it's like, oh, I love Emma, but like, did I love it? Yes. <laughs> Oh, my God. Well, here's why I'm pissed. Because, well, I have a list. But here's my impression of why I'm pissed. Um, oh, based on my first impressions. Because I had, like, a thing. I, like, had read a headline. I'm not going to say I read the article because I didn't. But mm-hmm. I had read a headline that was like, are you sad about Sex and the City being off Amazon Prime? And mm-hmm. I was like, absolutely mm-hmm. I am. Because mm-hmm. I just tried to watch it two weeks ago. And it wasn't on there anymore. And I'm pissed. Granted, I have HBO, but I was, long story short, I was watching it on the TV in the Airbnb I was staying at, and I didn't have my HBO login, and I wasn't trying to set it up there. And I wanted to watch TV and not watch it on my computer at the time. So, I was like, 
absolutely you're speaking to my heart little article headline on twitter <laughs> and it was like then emily and paris is the thing for you and i was like whoa and i love lily collins and her eyebrows Same. And so, yeah i was like i can't wait and i love paris so I was like, this is going to be my show. And uh, Okay, same, same. I, I probably saw the same article, and I was thinking the same thing. I was like, oh, my God, I love Lily Collins. And I was expecting it to be this kind of, like, I don't know, like a raunchier comedy. Yeah. With, like, sexcapades and shit Who would like ever? It was very teeny bopper. Who would ever... Like, say this is, like, Sex in the City. Well, it's only because it's a Darren Star show. Oh, right. But, which I get. It's like, okay, that's, that's, yeah. But, like, there are people who make multiple shows that aren't anything alike. <laughs> like, Yeah, not everyone's a Ryan Murphy. Yeah, exactly. Um, I, I do have a confession to make. So, I, the night that I started Emily in Paris, I texted um my friend Jenny who I don't you know who I'm talking about obviously and I was like, I'm like oh, who I was like, I've known I was, for like over a decade yeah. I was like this show Emily in Paris oh no like, I was like it looks like something you would like and she was like yeah I'm watching it right now but we literally happened to start it at the same time and essentially watched it all in one sitting across the country from each other but then she goes um, she was just like, have you watched the show Younger? It's kind of what it's like. And anyway, long story short, I'm now on season two of Younger. <laughs> okay, Younger is actually good. Okay, well, that's another one. It's another Darren Star show. And I see, I do see a lot of similarities between Younger and Emily in Paris. Because Younger is also like a corn fest. Yeah, but not in the same way. And also, I'm just trying to ignore the fact that I feel really offended because I've tried to tell you to watch Younger for like two years now, but it's fine. I know. Literally, when Jenny said that, I was like, yeah, like 500 people have told me to watch Younger, you being one of them. And so, but that's my point is that I'm watching it now because I finished Emily in Paris and I was like, wow, what is going to fill this corn on the cob? sized hole in my heart of corny chick flick like tv show and it's younger younger is so good and i'm glad you're watching it it just gets even better as it goes on um and i finished younger and the bold type so yeah i was like looking for something else yes the bold type that's also kind of what it reminded me of which is also cheesy af and often very annoying um all of them really you and i like you and i will just hate text regularly that show it's like oh my god the ball types back i'm so excited i'm gonna watch tonight same (laughs) flash flash forward to tonight what the fuck is wrong with these people (laughs) they're so annoying they're all so annoying besides our girl sutton who's never annoying okay but she kind of she even she's annoying now megan how dare you (laughs) they're all annoying they're all very annoying um Sutton was just like the least annoying but if she was just on the show by herself she would be very annoying mm-hmm. just in in comparison to the others she seems <laughs> she seems normal <laughs> um but okay so I'm three and a half episodes in with Emily in Paris you're and- only three and a half episodes in how does one 
sit down and watch that show and not watch all of it. Because I literally started two hours ago and now we're recording the podcast. I paused to record this podcast. Oh my God. Well, bye. GTG. Go finish. (laughs) Okay. Here are my thoughts. I'm obviously going to watch this whole thing probably tonight because I am enthralled. (laughs) (laughs) I love, hate it so much. I Mm -hmm. hated the first episode. Mm-hmm. I hate Emily. Mm-hmm. She's so arrogant and mm-hmm. makes Americans look terrible. She's literally so awful. She's truly one of the worst characters I've seen on a television show. Um, and I watched Pretty Little Liars. <laughs> <laughs> I was just gonna say, and we watched The Bold Type, but yeah, no, Pretty Little oh, Liars. God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. She's truly the fucking worst. She's so fucking arrogant and rude. Yeah. She's she's just like, like, French people are mean, but I'm going to send my steak back because, and tell them that the customer is always right. And I refuse to learn French. Oh my God. Thank you. That scene was cringe fest 2020. The steak scene. Oh my God. I was like, girl, if you don't shut the fuck up and eat this steak tartare. Yeah. Uh. Um, yes, yes, continue. Um, yeah, she, like, doesn't know French, and she's like, hee hee, I don't speak French. Everyone, like, fit to me. Then, like, she's like, everyone should be on time and work and blah, 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 and she, and you guys are way too sexual, and I've never seen a lesbian before. I'm at the part where she's at the art show with Camille. Um, Um, and that's not a spoiler. I literally have no idea what happened in case anybody's like, what the hell? Um, but they're just talking about like, oh, maybe you should date her. And she's like, oh, you guys don't even say that. I'm like, people are lesbians. Emily. She just handles everything so poorly. And it's like, how are you in like such a successful like position? Like, how did you get this? You know? Yes, exactly. And I'm choosing to ignore that because like things are just fake on shows. Yeah, like yeah. Carrie Bradshaw, especially on Darren shows, Carrie Bradshaw lived in like a five hundred dollar apartment, and like worked for a like off brand newspaper in New York City, writing like one column a week. And even in younger, like the whole pretense of this like sexy publishing job with all these fun book events. No, yeah, no, there's no money in that <laughs> shit. Exactly. Um, and then. Yeah, she's just, like, very arrogant and expects, like, everyone to, like, be, like, American to her. And, like, everyone needs to act American around her. And, like, the American way is right. And it's it's like, like, girl, you're in a different country. Like, no. Which is, like, if this, like, job, if this position falls into your lap, where, like, out of some grace of the whatever you believe in, your like old ass boss gets pregnant and can't take the position in Paris and somehow for some reason decides to send you. You spend that entire plane ride on Duolingo trying to figure your shit out. Duolingo. This podcast, by the way, is sponsored by Duolingo. Duolingo is still harassing me all the time from when I went to Paris like fucking five years ago and <laughs> tried to speak French because even I spent five days in Paris and spent more of an effort trying to learn French than this chick who has a job opportunity of a lifetime there. And here's the thing too, and I will keep going, <laughs> like that TikTok, and I'm almost finished. Um, 
and I will keep going. Here's the other thing, too, is that now I can't even remember what I'm saying because I'm literally just so pissed about so much. Oh, <laughs> she like she like lived in downtown Chicago. When you've lived downtown in a city, you know how to live in a fucking city, girl. Yeah. Why are you acting like you're brand new from the suburbs? Yeah, she shows up to Paris like she's never seen an apartment building. Like a walk-up. She's like, I have to yeah. walk up these stairs. Yeah. It's like Chicago has old buildings with no elevators, bitch. Like, you've lived in an old city. I've lived in an old city. You live in an old city now. Like, you know how shit works. Like, you <laughs> you know. Um, so that's what I hate about specifically Emily. Oh, and the full... And, well, but here's what I hate about the show so far. Things that have offended me. <laughs> um, I And I have a list. I hate <laughs> that... Wait, where's your PowerPoint presentation? <laughs> I'll send you my slide deck after this podcast. <laughs> um, I hate that they're like, oh, Americans are like fat and gross and everyone's so ugly and fat and obese and dying over there. Yeah. Talk shit about Illuminati's, which is so funny because Illuminati's has like gone off on social media and they're like, how dare you talk shit about us like during a pandemic when you know restaurants are struggling? Like, that's just like beyond cruel. And obviously, if you don't know what Illuminati's is, I don't know where you've been, but it's like a deep dish pizza place in Chicago. It's like, I don't want to say world renowned, but it's nation renowned. Um, I mean, it's fucking dank. Yeah, it's amazing. Amazing deep dish pizza. Um, So I'm sure they're doing just fine because you can literally get it shipped across the country and people do. Um, And I mean, yeah, something like something like that on a show like this is like a dream for a brand. Yeah. You know, the way they talk about it. Yeah, the, the way they're talking about it isn't good obviously but like the fact that they are like making a joke at like you know that's top that's top notch it's everyone's dream just like ocean spray you know oh what my I'm god talking. don't even dog face 420 yes. dog face yes Chloe. i repre- i represent like two beverage brands that would possibly probably consider ocean spray a large competitor do i wish that he was holding one of my brands in that video yes but he was not. So I cry about it every day. <laughs> but that was a positive thing. They were like, I had Luminati's. It was like eating cement. Yeah, and this is why Americans are ugly and obese and dying. <laughs> and fat. Meanwhile, there's probably people watching the show literally while eating Luminati's. Just like, oh, okay. I feel like shit about myself. Yeah. And it's like, they're like blaming this like entire pandemic on like this one pizza place in Chicago. Like, stop. Um, oh, and then another thing, and this is so, like, woke 2020, but, like, I truly was, like, that was, like, an odd thing to put in here. The fucking, like, why is, like, the vagina masculine in French? And then she posts, like, the vagina's not masculine, like, on her Instagram. And it's, like, there are people who identify as males who have vaginas. And so, in 2020, that just felt like an odd statement to make on the show. That's um, true. That's true. I didn't think of that. that yeah. True. But, in, but to me, that seemed like something that was just, like, 
trying too hard. It, that, yeah. That to me gave me big, um, like Sex in the City Carrie vibes. Cause you know, I could see <laughs> yeah. Carrie, I could see Carrie being like, I couldn't help but wonder if the vagina was a, ma-, you know, like saying some stupid shit like that. But yeah. that was them like trying to be woke 2020. But per your comment just now, it, it fell flat. It did. Because aren't we all trying to be like, our genitals don't have a gender? Like, they're just genitals? So I felt that that was like an odd thing to say in the present time. Right. Um, And then also the like, I didn't like how they used, how they like referenced the Me Too movement. It just felt like really inappropriate um, because they're like, because in, in part of the show, they're trying to sell a perfume and the woman like walks down a bridge naked and all the men stare at her and they say like, it's her fantasy to be like, you know, the desired woman by all these men. And Emily's like, that's sexist. And it's like, well, that could be her fantasy girl. And that's okay. <laughs> if that is her fantasy. Um, and then right. she was like, this is the Me Too movement. And it's like, no, 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 no. No, it's not. Because no one's being sexually assaulted. Okay, well, or things, harassed. <laughs> things get weirder there, but I won't ruin anything for you. Oh, okay. But I was just like, don't use this as like a try to be like, oh, girl power and bring up present things to be relevant. But it's no, like, but no. it's true. It's so one of those shows that's just trying so hard to be woke 2020. Kind of like, oh my god excuse me kind of like what the bold type does where it's just like okay we get it like yeah you understand well, I was just like don't use this for your like cheesy show when it's like a, about women like literally being raped like let's maybe not i don't right. know <laughs> right um so yeah i just felt like that was bad taste and then my last thing i swear until next week when i finally finish the show um is I'm sorry, but I'm like, when was this show written? Because Emily and the way that she uses social media, I if you told me this was written in 2010 about a um, Midwestern girl using that <laughs> Instagram, that's like the new app, I would like believe you. Because like the way she, as like a marketing person, the way that she's like using social media, she's like taking the cheesiest, worst pictures Posting them on her Instagram and then using a hashtag as a caption. Um, yes. And this not is- like a hashtagging to a brand to get more like engagement. No, she's like putting like puns, yeah. bad ones, as a hashtag, as the caption, as we once did back in 2012 when Instagram first came out. Yeah. I'm at a loss. I don't know. I do know that all the little influencers are mad about how becoming an influencer is portrayed on this show. And it's like, I don't know. Truly, I I can't keep up. I can't keep up. I'm not an influencer, so I'm not mad. I don't get it. I mean, I do get how her social media use is, like, fucking stupid. Like, you don't just post a picture of, like, a croissant and say, like, hashtag is butter a carb and then like get 10,000 followers who even uses hashtags as the caption I haven't done that since there was like the automatic black frame on all the Instagram pictures 
Damn, I probably have. Oh, now I'm stressed. No, I haven't. I'm looking. Maybe. I don't even really. Okay. Now I'm stressed. <laughs> I'm going to pull up your Instagram. I am. <laughs> You're deleting all your captions right now. <laughs> no, it's okay. I'm, I'm good. I'm good. But like, like she posted the girls smoking outside of the gym. And she was like, hashtag smoking bodies. Girl, if you don't get back to 2011, I swear to God. <laughs> yeah. And okay, so my, pictures of strangers. My biggest takeaway from all this beef you have is that you just need to finish the show. Will it help at all? <laughs> like, no. But at least... <laughs> I mean, it will help bring some of these... I don't know. Just know. Just eventually you're going to lose so many brain cells that you forget <laughs> why you're mad. Mind you, I've only watched three full he- episodes and these are already all of my notes. <laughs> I know. I know. I'm like, shit, you got... Yeah, no. Um... Truly, I lost too many. Clearly, I lost too many brain cells along the way. Because <laughs> I'm just like, it was a good show. <laughs> I love it. Okay, well, it was a good bad show. It's a good bad show. Am I enjoying myself while watching it? Yes, I am. Am I gonna tell all my friends to watch it? No, because Megan is one of the like, one of four. <laughs> She's already watched it. Okay, and you know what? I know I've said this a bunch of times on the podcast. I feel, but it's like. In this world, in this little, like, 2020 smash mouth society that we're living in, we need dumb shit like this. No, no, we don't. No, we don't need the semi-problematic, like, Me Too and masculine feminine vagina references. But we do need corny, stupid shows. We do need a dumb American bitch in Paris. That's for damn sure. But if you need a corny, stupid show and you're looking to make that commitment, might I suggest Younger instead of any of this? <laughs> I mean, definitely watch it. Yeah, here's the thing. It's like a good escapism show. But then if you want to get into like problematic shit, by the way, Younger has probably one person of color in the entire first season. Oh, yeah. Okay, listen, Younger is definitely problematic. I haven't watched the first season in, like, five years. So right. I cannot remember literally anything from, like, anything except the most recent season. Um, right. Yeah. I mean, it did come out, like, five years ago. So there are stuff that you're watching and you're just like, oh, shit, that didn't age well. And then at one point, Lauren was just like, um, has there been any, like, pers- people of color in this show so far at all? And the answer was no. And we were like, and it doesn't with- get better. Yeah. <laughs> By the so- way. So, you know, I mean, at this at this day and age, you can watch anything and find any reason to be mad about something. It's true. But I just wish they hadn't sold me that this show was going to be like Sex in the City. Yeah, I think that's the biggest takeaway. Because I was like, this, this big eyebrow bitch is going to get dumb and dirty and have her, you know, fun times in Paris. And so far, she's like, you guys, <laughs> chocolate and carbs <laughs> and a beret. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, come on. She does get a few dicking, so you do have some stuff <laughs> to look forward to. But Okay. 
<laughs> and her boyfriend. Oh, trash. He was, was going to be a problem from the beginning. Literally, I'm just like, they literally created this character to be a problem. And yeah. Trash. So, yeah, what are your thoughts? <laughs> you already know my thoughts. Uh, it was exactly what I needed after a day of afternoon cocktails and grocery shopping. <laughs> that does sound like the perfect time to watch. Did I show. eat and I ate my sub while watching it? And okay, that it does a, sound good. It was a good sub. And then but- by the time I was like deep into the season, I had had enough wine. And it was like late <laughs> that night that I was just like, ooh, look at the pretty clothes. Yes. Okay. Because so, like that's my experience with the show. If you're gonna if you're gonna watch three episodes and then have this many notes on it, it might not be for you. It's definitely for me and I do love the show. What I've I here's the thing, you guys, I do love the show because it is so dumb. That's yeah. the thing. Yeah. But it's so dumb that I'm having like the, a blast watching it, being like, "This shit is dumb." Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's like when I watched Sex in the City movie too. The second one, I'm like, "Wow, this shit is bad." But am I gonna watch it numerous times over and over again? Absolutely. Yeah, God, that movie's awful. But every time it's on, I'm in it. Yeah. So. There's just certain things you turn on and they're bad and you watch and it brings you a little joy because it truly is escapism. So yes, that is the show, but I just had to make those pointers. And those pointers are 100% valid. Valid. (laughs) Oh, you speak French? No. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I've been to Paris, bitch. (laughs) Oh, God. Um, so yeah, did you watch what, (laughs) sorry, Ryan Seacrest is calling. Did you watch watch (laughs) What Happens Live with Bowen? I did. Bowen? I I did. Wait, and I was so excited. I meant to text you about this, but I just watched it last night. But Andy even gave him a little, like, I don't think so, honey segment. (gasps) And he He did. I haven't watched because I've just been... First of all, let me just say, I had a random lot of anxiety last night. So I haven't watched. Oh, my God, he did. Did he get yeah. 60 seconds on the clock? Yeah. So he gave um, he gave the podcast. This is this is the podcast Lost Culture says that we talk about like every week because we love Matt and Bowen um, and Morgan got me into the podcast. So and my friend Cameron got me into the podcast. Shout out to Cameron, Ooh. friend of the pod. Love Ooh. you. Yeah, I mean, it's so good. And um. And so, yeah, Bowen Yang, he's also a cast member on SNL, and he was on Watch What Happens Live this last Sunday night with Real Housewives of Potomac, Monique Samuels, who happened to have just gotten in a fist fight in the episode the week prior. And this week's episode was kind of like her mea culpa, like trying to apologize to all the gals. But Monique needs, she needs some coaching in, she needs some coaching. Um, but it was just funny to see Bowen on the show after hearing him talk about Bravo and all these years. And it was so fun. Him and Andy definitely vibed. There was a little connection there. I liked it. <laughs> and yeah, like I said, Andy gave the podcast Lost Culturistas a little shout out and he was gave Bowen a segment 
to do his little like I don't think so honey except it was kind of like rapid fire like Andy just called out random like bravo stuff and gave Bowen like 10 seconds to I don't think so honey it (laughs) and it was really cute oh my god I'm so happy for him I know it's and he looked so good like oh I don't know he was in this like black button up and it was like a button and he had like a gold chain on and I don't know he was just looking very spiffy ah I love him I need Matt Rogers to get on now too I know I know I know I want them to get on together oh my god them as the bartenders yeah, except they don't have bartenders right now, which is oh, bad, but yeah. Um, but yeah, very exciting. Big big day for Bowen. Big day for me. <laughs> wow, congrats Bowen Yang. Not friend of the pod because we don't exist on his radar, but he exists Truly. on ours in a big way. Oh, um, and that also brings me to um SNL is back. Did you watch? Oh my god, yes, I did watch. So good. What a great first ep. Okay, I was gonna say, do we think it was average or what? I mean, it was it felt different, but it was a good. I think I'd say it was a strong comeback. I think it was a strong a comeback because like we ended with them doing it virtually, which just didn't hit for me, honey, because Same. I just am in so many Zoom, Microsoft Teams, G Meet, whatever else there is meetings that like I just can't watch. <laughs> I can't watch Zoom meetings. I'm sorry. I can't. I cannot do it on my off time. Exactly. I didn't even watch any of the virtual SNLs. And I'm totally with you there. I'm at the point now where it's like even watching some of these like housewife reunions and stuff, which normally I like live for. I'm just like, oh, I'm just going to skip part three of this reunion because I'm sick of watching like the same shit that I have to watch for my job. You know? Yeah. And it's just not the same. I watched watched a little bit of the first virtual SNL. I watched, like, just the very beginning of it. And then I was like, "Mm, maybe I'll come back to this. And I just never did. Um, I mean, just because it's interesting. Like, it's kind of fascinating to an extent to see, like, how they're going to do it and how they're going to make it work. But once you get over that novelty, it's kind of like, okay, this is nice. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, everyone's in their living room on their shitty computers just like me right um <laughs> but so I was ex- I I don't know how I feel about them having the show back because obviously I just want everyone to be safe but I was for my own personal pleasure I was like very excited because I love SNL and I thought it was like Same. a good comeback episode um I thought the debate part in the beginning was hilarious with Jim Carrey yes and he's, a great, he's a great Biden I'm looking forward to seeing more of that yeah um and I obviously loved Megan the Stallion's performance very powerful very important yes yes I mean she's just iconic in all ways but she made such a big statement and everything it was it was great um that little skit they did what was it the little uh oh what's under your mask yeah, thing or like yeah, what's your that, face look like yeah that was cute too and Chris Rock hosted, which obviously, like, comedy legend. Yeah. Um, I love Bowen's little weekend update TikTok thing. Uh-huh. That was so funny. I'm trying to think what else happened. Same, and I can't. Because, I mean, it was, it was a good episode, but 
was it super memorable also it feels know. like it happened 300 years ago same and truly <laughs> i watched it on monday which was literally two days ago and it seems like a distant memory <laughs> yeah i'm like i literally can't think about anything that happened um <laughs> like at all um yeah but it's back and oh i actually just saw like breaking news as i was looking for something while we were talking um so i don't know who's supposed to host this week i don't remember oh i saw that guy he's not performing yeah that's what i was gonna say so the host i can't remember who the host is but the musical the musical guest was going to be um Wait, yeah, sorry, I'm still looking, but I can't find it. Anyway, the musical guest was supposed to be Morgan Wallen, who is a country singer, who he actually has some really good songs that I like, but he's just kind of, like, this isn't news to me, because I feel like I've seen him make his rounds on, like, TikTok, but just, like, hanging out with random, like, girls. But I guess after this last weekend, he kind of went on, like, a tear and was just, like, partying hard with, like, college girls, not wearing masks or anything like that. And there there's pictures of him, like, making out with these college girls who Lord knows how old they are. Yes, they were probably of age, but still, it's just kind of, like, skanky and, like, like you know, skanky of him, as in, like, gross yeah. in general. Um, so anyway, it looks like he was dropped from the show on uh, this weekend. They're blaming it on COVID-19 safety that, bro, if you were out partying and not taking precautions the weekend before, we don't want you in our fucking studio. And Which is good. Because it's good like, for them. Yeah. Because it's like, how dare you? Like, you get the chance of a lifetime to go on to SNL. Like, you have to be invited. You have to be, like, scouted. It's like, not, there's like a million musicians out there popular musicians no offense to him I just don't listen to country music um, popular musicians who I've heard of <laughs> and right. are relevant who would love to be on the show and who have never been asked and then you get this opportunity during a pandemic and you decide to fuck it up to hang out with some randos yeah. and like put everyone all the staff at risk hell no the staff that's been doing this for like over 50 years <laughs> yeah that's what i'm saying it's like or 40 years or however long it's been i know that's what i'm saying it's like you fucked up dude you are you are morgan wallen like yes i know who you are and i know like three of your songs because i am a fan of country music and i like actively make myself aware of new music you know but like no one knows who the fuck you are who are you in this world and for you to do to have saturday night live and fuck it up Sorry, not sorry. Uh, wait, it looks like the host is Issa Rae. Uh, it's Bill Burr this weekend. Wait, and then after oh, that, Issa it'll Rae be Issa Rae. Which I'm so excited for because I fucking love Issa Rae. Oh, and she gets Justin Bieber. Yeah. Oh. That would be okay. a good episode. Okay, I don't know who Bill Burr is. He's a comedian, but I don't know too much about him. But I fucking know about Issa Rae. Oh, yeah. I love her. So will I watch this weekend? Probably not. No, I'll watch. I'll just fast forward through the monologue because I don't know who Bill Burr is. Um, but maybe you'll love him. This is true. This is true. I'll do some research. 
speaking of comedians, do you know oh my- who, um, gosh, let me look her up, because I, okay, I'm going to say her name wrong, and I'm so sorry. Do you know who Michelle Buteau is? Yeah. Oh my god, she has a new Netflix special on... Do I know who she is? I gotta Google. She has a new, I was gonna say new Netflix special on Netflix, uh, V, called Welcome to Bootopia. Oh my god, yeah, I know who she is. I love her. She was the host of, um, The Circle. The Voice. Oh my god, she was! Oh my god, that was this year, and that feels like 18 years ago. Um... And she was also in teen Netflix hit Work It, which I watched and loved. Oh my God, watch that, Morgan. Morgan, watch that. Okay, chill. She's in a lot of <laughs> random shit. Not, I don't want to say random. She's like in a lot of like Netflix movies and like a lot of comedy movies, especially yeah, like a she's... lot of like kind of more feminine comedies. Yeah, she's actually um, popping up a lot lately. Wait, I'm glad to hear that she has a special. I'm definitely going to watch. Oh, my God. Yeah, it just came out. Everyone go watch it. It's called Welcome to Bootopia. B-U-T-E-A-U-P-I-A. Um, it is so fucking funny. I watched it this weekend. I was, like, laughing so hard. It's so good. Everyone, please go watch that. It's amazing. Yay. I'm excited. Love having love having some quality netflix shows to look forward to over the weekend because i'm still too scared to go anywhere <laughs> except for the grocery store and 16 restaurants while waiting on my COVID <laughs> test. um but oh by the way this is season 46 of snl so i was close but a little off um so, yeah, I don't really have anything else to talk about. Megan, do you have anything you want to bring up? I don't think so. Not going to lie, we ended up talking longer than I thought we would. I know. That's because I had a lot to say about Emily and Emily. Oh my <laughs> True. But, okay. Well, until next time, you guys, you little witches, um, rent practical magic watch welcome to utopia <laughs> send me your thoughts about emily in paris and we will catch up the next time we catch up which is in one week slash three years from now maybe <laughs> i was gonna say don't guarantee them a week because they know us better than that even then <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you guys the next time we talk okay megan have a great night <laughs> bye Bye.